Welcome to Ground Control. This interview series parallels the music that CICK Smithers Community Radio programs as part of our live music series called Space Train. We've been programming these shows since 2021, but have only actually been effectively able to have these shows live since February of 2022. And the upcoming Space Train on Saturday, June 25th is a special one because it happens the same night as our CSEK Royale. The Royale is our station's annual fundraiser, and it's a good time to give the Blundstones and Carhartts a night off, don some fancy duds, and celebrate this radio station in style. And we're so excited to present the band for the evening, which is Achievable Heights. Achievable Heights is made up of Brennan Anderson, Bart Newman, Lev Hartvale, and Gavin Smith, who I'll be speaking to today. Gavin is a man of passion and restraint. By day, he works to transform the legal landscape through his work in environmental law. His slight physique and quiet voice might conjure ideas of a bike-riding gentle soul, book-smart and funny, especially if you corner him at an event. Maybe you think he closes his eyes when he really likes a song or feels the power of a bass line run through him. Well, if that's what you think, I think you might have thought right. Gavin's musical stylings venture from soft, finger-picked, pharyngeal voicing that, to me, remind me of a soft 70s offering, akin to Seals and Croft, or, and he might be embarrassed if he heard me make this comparison, but Nick Drake. To hear what I'm describing, find his work under the name Wedgwood on SoundCloud. That's all one word, and there's no second E in Wedge. I've included a link in the episode description if you are listening to this on a podcast app. But then he flits into this upbeat and driving bass player with the band Starlight Pines, with bouncing bass lines that start in your stomach and move through your body. The other two-thirds of Starlight Pines are singer-guitarist Jordan Mitchell and drummer Jeremy McBride, who both reside in Vancouver. I spoke to Gavin before he met with Achievable Heights band member Brennan Anderson behind their practice space in an alleyway, swatting away mosquitoes and letting my recorder run out of card space. Thanks to Gavin for repeating some of your answers. What a pro. I'm Pam Hassan, host of I Digress, and this is Ground Control. Recording. Yeah. Oh, I should have didn't bring any headphones, but I don't think that matters. Anyway, uh, introduce yourself, please. Oh, uh, my name is Gavin Smith, and I'm one of the members of Achievable Heights. I know, I'm very excited. Um, Gavin, so this is a very, very new band, but you're not new to music. You've been playing music for quite a while. Uh, what, what's what been kind of your trajectory? Like, what was, like, your first actual music experience? Hmm. Uh, well, I, I would say probably it's connected to my dad uh he played guitar or plays guitar and so i grew up with a lot of that and i would say the earliest that i remember is probably beatles and uh he would like i would stand on his feet in the kitchen and he would like dance around to the beatles while i was standing on his feet so yeah that's probably the earliest that i've got well that's like a that's like a real first like musical I'm moment. I'm just going well. right literal, oh, real shit, literal. That's so yeah, good. I really really liked it. Okay. <laughs> well then, okay. So that's your first kind of early musical memory. Then when you started playing, what was the first time that you felt like you might actually be good? That is assuming I've had that feeling already. When I was in high school, I was in a band called Phalanx, uh, which was in retrospect a terrible punk band, but at the time 
was amazing mm-hmm. uh, in my mind. And uh, so I would say the first experience of feeling uh, good at music, which was not warranted in retrospect, but uh, was sort of shirtless, sweaty, screaming in a basement uh, with two other guys who were also doing that. What were you playing? Uh, guitar. And singing? Yes. Okay. Or, or screaming more. Than yeah, yeah, yeah. What's phalanx? What's that? Uh, it is. It actually uh, means a group of people united for a cause, but it can also mean like mm. a, like a, any large group of people that are doing a similar thing, so like a phalanx of reporters or something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Phalanx. F-A-P-H-P-H-A-L-Y-N-X. Oh, so close. P-H-A-L-A-N-X. Damn it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I only know you from two things. Right, um, well, Wedgwood, and then um, Starlight Pines, which I've luckily been able to see. Um, but is there anything that's like, inspiring you to write or make music now that isn't necessarily music, and like something that could be like a podcast or like a book or like a turn of phrase that someone said that you just kind of felt like you wanted to remember and use that as like a kernel, or is that not even really part of your process? Uh, it it. I would say my process like changes a lot, but uh, one of the songs that we are playing with Achievable Heights, um, the sort of nugget that started it was actually a Margaret Atwood poem called The Progressive Insanities of a Pioneer, mm-hmm. um, which is, if you haven't read, it's an amazing poem uh, that is kind of what it sounds like. It's mm-hmm. like a pioneer who's sort of trying to force himself upon the land and subdue it and sort of the, yeah, the degeneration that comes over time from that. Yeah. Um, Anyways, there's um, it's a, there's this really great image in the poem of uh, she used the phrase dangling roots under the ground like a hook trying to catch a giant whale. Um, anyways, the the whole the imagery of the whole thing I just was like really grabbed me when I read it mm-hmm. and ended up turning into one of the songs that um, which has nothing to do with whales or roots or pioneers really, but <laughs> it's kind of the feeling of it I guess. I yeah, um, yeah. Turned into one of the songs that we um, we did, and I was actually. I was on a bike trip at the time when I read it and it was like the middle of the night and I kind of was got up and like in this weird B&B corner, like writing the oh, cool. um, the lyrics out to the song. But, yeah. yeah. Um, so speaking of Achievable Heights then, so can you tell me who is who the band is? Sure. Uh, so yeah, Achievable Heights is Brennan Anderson, Lev Hartfail, uh, Bart Newman and myself. Uh, and Brennan and I started um, playing together, I guess, two, two years ago. It was summer 2020. And then we kind of stopped when, you know, expelling air from your mouth in the proximity to another person was not cool. <laughs> I mean, we're breathing into each other's mouths right now. Yeah, just yeah. directly, yeah. yeah, totally not safe. It's like two helmets with a tube in between. <laughs> yeah, there's also bees. Yeah. So, uh, bees and oxygen. Anyways, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So we started we started playing together in summer 2020, and then uh, we stopped for probably a year, I guess, or maybe something like that. And then uh, we just started. Um, Although we'd originally been playing original stuff together, when we got back together, we were just kind of messing around and doing covers. And because Brennan was booking up at the ski hill, mm-hmm. decided we would do a set with that. And then kind of last minute, like maybe three weeks before we did it, Brennan was like, hey, I got this guy who would be really great to play with us. And it was Lev and he came and joined and it worked really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and was a lot of fun. And so we kind of wanted to take it somewhere new. And uh, so we... Be- Brennan uh, suggested that we get booked for the uh, Midsummer Music Festival. <coughs> yep. Um, but we hadn't written anything at that mm-hmm. point. And like you were only doing covers, you mean? Still yeah, at that point, at that yeah, point yeah. we had only played covers together. And uh, and either through his Brennan's like 
powers of persuasion or Bart just wanting to play in a band. He decided to play with us having never heard us before. <laughs> uh, I, I'd never actually spoken to him before, uh, but he showed up and he was great. Yeah. Um, and so it kind of came together really fast. And then, yeah, we wrote like nine songs in the space of a month and a half, maybe. And, really? Uh, yeah. Everyone's writing? Uh, Brennan and I uh, do the f- initial songwriting and then we kind of bring stuff to the group and then uh, a lot of it like will get changed based on what the others think and sort of mm-hmm. new ideas that they throw in and stuff like that. Yeah. Lev Hartfield. What a name. So Brennan actually wanted to name the band Lev Hartfield. It's a great name. It's true, yeah. Um, I, I can't tell if Lev was mildly insulted by the suggestion. <laughs> wasn't totally clear, but he he did not take it. So, yeah. I, I was tried to say Lev Hartfield and the Resuscitations was my... Oh, God. Yeah. That's good, yeah. But, yeah, or the Defibrillators. Yeah. Because that would be like Van Halen, right? Because it's Lev the guitar player in he the is, yes, yeah yeah oh yeah it's a good van. why don't you guys just call yourself Van Halen <laughs> uh, that's that's yeah that's not taken I don't think is it I don't no not by anyone I know of okay yeah cool um, they don't seem really litigious anyway <laughs> um, they seem like nice guys yeah they seem like real nice guys um, on an aside have you ever seen uh, David Lee Roth singing uh, the singing the lyrics to Running with the Devil but he's just listening to the music because he's in the studio so all you hear is just him the singing part I have not no I will play that here (laughs) insert uh, that clip here oh yes yeah yeah I live my life it's so good (laughs) Um, especially when he's just like <laughs> um, so, I mean, this is kind of like serving, you know, our own station. But what do you think of the Space Train series? What's your What's your take on it? Oh, because you're a good volunteer too, man. You volunteer and you're there a lot. Well, although to in, uh, I guess the opposite of my defense in my <laughs> prosecution, I'm not. I show up and <laughs> offer to help, and then you guys kind of have already had things covered a lot of the time. So, oh, you're one of the. Oh, that's why I think you're a good volunteer. But we actually talk shit about you behind your back. Yeah, that's exactly. what it was. I was yeah. trying to yeah. remember. Yeah, I couldn't it was. remember if you were good or you were the you. worst volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, it's it's been amazing. I mean, especially I think you know coming out of a couple of years really of not being able to see shows yeah. to have that has been amazing uh the shows have all been really awesome and like quite diverse as well um mm-hmm. which i really appreciated and i really i like the legion it's a fun little venue i know uh, yeah i'm so, i'm sold on the legion too i just i love legions already i worked at one back in ontario oh, okay. and uh so i've always really liked legions already but yeah it's a good legion here and we saw Apollo Ghost at the Legion. Totally. No yeah. shuffleboard is the, the only thing I would say about this Legion is missing a shuffleboard. What role does community radio play for you as a musician and then just like four people who are, yeah, we're all experiencing the same thing. We're coming out and not being able to be together. We're not able to see, live, like it's been so long since we've seen live music. And then people were like, you know, I don't know if I want to be around people. I'm not, you know, you don't know how ready people are yet. Or if they're just, they've just grown like a new, like a limb, just a completely new anxiety. But <laughs> that's beautiful. <laughs> but they use it as a nugget for your next song. Anxiety My pen, limb. anxiety limb, like a phantom limb. That's actually. Just 
Um, but no, but like, you know, where does community radio fit in like your your view, which is a musician, but also a supporter of the radio station and a volunteer and someone who would attend events anyway? You know, what, what does that role feel for you? I, yeah, I mean, it's been so cool to see. I mean, coming to I would say really the first experience I had in like any sort of deep sort of way coming to community radio was in Smithers. I volunteered at um, campus radio at UBC for a little bit, but mm-hmm. but not sort of as in-depth as uh, as CICK. And so for me, it was really cool to see the the role that it plays as kind of an anchor in the community of bringing people together. And I mean, I think the resilience of CICK sort of um, evident through the fact that people couldn't physically gather for a couple of years and it's still going strong and mm-hmm. has managed to find other ways to play that role and has sort of come back with a vengeance now that you can do that again. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think for me, it's it's been that sort of community cohesiveness and anchor um, aspect of its work. Yeah, for sure. And we're very excited, too, because we're having you play for the annual fundraiser, which we've also not been, I mean, we've been holding our fundraisers, um, but we haven't been able to do this Royale, like a fancy dress party as well. So um, I guess... I expect to see your entire band in three-piece suits or tuxedos. I, I have been actually pushing for suits. We'll see how far we get. Oh, thank you yeah. for doing that. Okay, great. Thanks, Kevin. All right, thanks. Watch, that one didn't f***ing record either. Reprieve. 
I'll just get my shoes on. Hang on. A lot of laces on these. Two, one, two, three, four. Oh, you, oh, you want me to leave now? Oh, okay. I'll, I'll leave now. Okay. Bye. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Oh, <laughs>